Today we're going to focus on the truth about race driver managers. Hi everybody, Enzo here. Welcome to episode 10 of season 2 of the Race Driver Coach Show. How are you all doing? I hope that the last video didn't scare you off because some people said I was a bit angry in it, which I don't think I was. I was just passionate about talking to you, about grabbing you around the scruff of the neck and saying, listen up pal, this is all on you. And maybe I got a bit hot and sweaty. I needed a towel if you remember. Maybe I... I went in too deep. I don't know. But it's starting to set with me now that usually it's the driver themselves, the people that are watching these videos that need to realize that it's all on them. So if I do get a bit passionate about it, it's because I really care. I really want you to succeed at this goal, this dream that you've got in racing because I know you can and the only thing holding you back is you, is how you master this, is how you master your time and how you dedicate yourself. If you saw the post I put up the other day of Arnold Schwarzenegger saying that the worst thing is to, to let you down is to fail, the worst thing is to fail through your own laziness and it's just so true. You've got all these excuses while you fail, all of them and that's fine because we all fail at stuff. Maybe we're not good enough at this particular moment so we failed or we didn't know the right things that we had to do. Failure is okay. It's just a finger post showing you what to do next time. But when it's down to your own laziness, putting stuff off, that's when it riles me because I know you've got this one chance and I want you to take it. So, excuse me if I was a little bit direct in the last video, but you know what? I don't really care. I don't care because I've got to do whatever it takes to get through to you and make sure you don't just listen to these videos, but you take action on this information I'm giving you. I've taken this the last 20 years, compiling all my best advice, learning it on the go actually, and just showing you it and saying this is how people have done it. This is how I've helped people to succeed. That's how they've done it themselves. People I don't even know, this is how they did it and I'm bringing it to you. So when I offer this advice, I'm doing it in a way that I want you to actually act on it. So that's why I get a bit heated now and then. Even though it was hot, it was late, but still, back to today. We're talking about managers. Now, this is something in motorsport that is needed. You need a manager. You need people. You need your PR people. You need your fitness trainer. You need your coach. You need all these people around you, your team boss, to help contribute, should I say, towards the career of yours so you can get this goal that you want in racing. A manager is one of those people. can be the most important, but this is the question that inspired this episode. The question's from Felix and he asked, I'm thinking about getting a manager to help me with my career. When is the right time to get a manager? In short, yes, managers are great. For timing reasons, it's whenever you need help. It's whenever you need somebody to help fill the gaps that you're probably not very good at. Maybe you're not very good at selling yourself. Maybe you're not very good at checking through your contracts to, be in, to represent yourself and get out there. Then, Coupling, hiring, somebody to help, 
whether it's a manager or somebody who really cares about your career, it's never really too early. I remember now going back to my own racing. This was at low level at this point, but I always had somebody helping me. I was always reaching out to managers all the time to help me find some kind of drive out there. I used to ring them up and say, you know, put me in a car and I'll win. Definitely. Just find me the drive and I will win. And somehow I did get people to help me. I got ripped off on the way. <laughs> I also fell for that, which I remember paying somebody, I think it was £750. It was the only money I had. Now, this is Enzo trying to be a race driver, and all you've got to your name is 750 But that's how dark it got at one point. And I, I, I wrote the check out. I used to write checks back in them days for 750 Gave it to somebody, and they were going to find sponsorship for me. I did a nice proposal. They spoke well, went down to see them, thought this was going to be it. This is going to be the person who's going to get me my dream now because I was so naive, like so many of people are when they're coming into racing. And this chap then did me a proposal. It had someone else's name in it most of the time because it was just a templated one that you just used for all sorts of drivers. So when I got it, it didn't actually look that great. Uh, I don't think he actually sent it out to anybody. So... Pretty much, I had a chip on my shoulder for a long time that managers, because that's what he said he was. I can't remember his name. Managers rip you off. I'm going to do this on my own. But then I found it difficult because I didn't have the contacts within motorsport. So I needed somebody in there who would do some of the legwork for me or with me just to make myself look a bit more professional and know how to speak to race teams. So I then got a manager. I got a manager. Keith Dawson, his name was great chap he got me some great drives and he was on he was basically doing it as a friend I was his client but he was doing it on the fact that one day he'll earn money through me and each time he gets a little bit of sponsorship or something happens prize money he'll take some of that but he put his own reputation on the line and everything that helped me out and then I would say that managers are worth their weight in gold because I wasn't paying him. He knew I couldn't afford him, but he knew I was quick. So he had a product to sell, which was me, to race teams that just needed someone as a quick fix to get in the car. And he got me in towards touring cars. He got me in a touring car team, Clio team. He was really good. I haven't spoken to him for about 15 years. Wherever you are, Keith, thank you so much. And if you can find a Keith, Felix, if you or anybody out there, if you can find somebody who's willing to help you when you haven't really got the cash, or even if you have, and you can pay them 20, 30, 40, 50K a season to look after you and make sure you get the right deals, then fine. I would say definitely get a, get a manager. You need one. But one thing happens. Each time I hear a driver talking about their manager or about getting one, the driver just seems to think, I'll get a manager, then I can just put my feet up, relax, and I don't have to do anything because they'll do all the legwork. But that's not what a manager is really about. A manager is somebody who checks all the contracts that you get from race teams. It's not in this order, obviously. Make sure that all the legalities there. Make sure that you're looked after. There's no sneaky things going on. When there's things going wrong in the race team, they'll play bad cop. They're the ones that go in there and help you sort it out. They'll liaise with your current sponsors, make sure everybody's happy, make sure the ship is sailing, basically. You're driving it, steering it, but they'll make sure everything else is in place just to keep the seas smooth for you. And also, look ahead far enough to see what the next move will be. 
Now, having someone like that on your team as such, your own personal success team, part of your entourage, is really important because they're always looking out for you. A few things to remember, though, is you don't put your feet up. You don't just think they're going to do everything. For the simple fact that a manager is invested because they can make cash off you. They're not emotion, not usually, unless they really believe in you. They're not going to put their own emotions on the line as much as you will. They won't go that extra mile unless there's something in it, monetary, for them. But you will. You'll work longer, harder hours than a manager will because it's your career. It means everything to you. When a manager has obviously got other clients, they'll do enough for you as much as you're paying them on their retainer. But really understand that you've got to manage your whole career. And even the manager needs to be managed. Now, poor Keith, he was doing everything off his own back again, coming to the race circuits, phoning all the teams up as much as he could. But I would be on the phone to him every single day. Have you done this? Have you spoke to this person? I've got another idea. What about this? I was on him all the time. And he put up with me. But it's because I wanted it so much. I was never... I, was mic no, I wasn't micromanaging him. I was just... It meant so much to me. I had to keep calling, calling. Have you done this? And I say, you do the same. Don't just pick up the phone to the manager once a week or once every four days or so just to see how is it going. Talk to them all the time. Make sure you're like this with your manager. You're a team together. You're on different projects all the time. What can we do now? Who can we speak to now? What's another way? Is there another, another country that we could go to and get more cost-effective racing? Is there something we can do to attract the attention of this team in a different way? The hospitality suites at this particular race meeting how much are they and together you find out the manager's got to work with you like i say like this you've got to be so close you've got to be working with him all the time like he's your most treasured member of staff especially if it's costing you money or she's costing you money you need to make sure they're doing everything they can to help you and you're doing everything you can to help them do a good job because there is good money in it for them if they succeed so you're trying to help them succeed as much as you're, they're trying to help you. So I don't think it's ever too early or too late to get a manager because that's somebody else who's working for you, right? And you need people. There's obviously people out there. There's managers out there that take liberties. They just take drivers um, and they use them in a way that benefits their own company more than the driver themselves. So look out for these people. The best way to look out for these people is to talk to others in the industry. If you speak to a team that you know that manager's already been to, taken drivers to before, call the team up and ask them, you know, what's, what's this person like? Are they a trustworthy manager? Will they do good for my career, do you think? And speak to their ex-drivers. Well, probably not ex-drivers because they've fallen out for some reason, but drivers they're with currently or just the general market. Just talk to people and ask about that particular manager first. Do your homework because there's so many of them out there, so many sharks that are just after your retainer, but then don't do anything. Or if they do do something, they haven't got the skills to actually get things done. They don't have the contacts in motorsport. They don't have all the contracts or all the legal mind to look at a contract properly. You've got to make sure they're good at what they do. Do the groundwork. And another thing, which I don't think I've just said, but a lot of drivers think, I'll get a manager, and that manager will now go and get me sponsorship. It's not, a, it's not the role of a manager to get you 
money for racing. It's an add-on. It's like they can go in and try and close the deal for you if you've opened the door already. If you set up a business or sponsorship meeting and you would like to take the manager with you to give it that business talk, to be professional, to speak the language of the real company and not a racing driver language, to translate it all for you, to make sure that you're represented, fine, a manager's good. But I wouldn't say that once you get a manager, they're going to go out there and look for sponsorship. Because looking for sponsorship takes so long. It's, it's, a, it's more than a full-time job. So if you're asking them just to do that, they're not going to be able to take care of all the other stuff that you need doing. They're not going to be able to take care of all their other clients. Ringing around companies all day, every day, is not the best way to use a manager. Because they're probably going to fail anyway. The best way to use a manager is to get them into the market looking for the best deals, having their finger on the pulse so they know all the teams, they're talking to all the teams all the time and they're ready for some driver to be injured or a team that needs a, some, a driver to go out now, this weekend, hurry up. They need to know all of this because you're much more likely going to get a drive that way than just picking up a phone and cold calling for sponsorship. Honestly, even if it's one-off drives, that's where your manager needs to be switched on. They need to have the, the heartbeat of motorsport and all the latest news in here. And they're calling you saying, I've got a drive for you this weekend at X. That's where they're great. So to cap it all off, yes, it's great. You need a manager, but you need the right one. You need someone who's switched on, someone who knows the industry, knows everybody in it. They've got contacts. They're not going to rip you off. And somebody who's really putting your interest first. Because again, they're looking up further than you. Because they're not so emotionally attached to it, to your career, which may seem like a negative, it's not. Because they're not so emotionally attached, they're seeing it from a helicopter view. From the global point. So they're making sure that your decisions are helping you go towards the main goal and not just emotional decisions like, I'm going to race for this team now, it's cheap, but then the car breaks down each time. A manager wouldn't let you do that because you, you're really ruining your reputation. They're going to make sure that your reputation, because it's one of the most important things in motorsport, is looked after at the same time as going for your goal. So I can't see any downside to getting a manager if you get a trustworthy one that's in it for you. Okay, Felix, everybody out there, managers are great, but just make sure you get a good one.